0: Okay, so joining me now on the line is uh, Minister of Environmental Affairs and former Head of Communications uh, for the uh, ANC Women's League, Edna uh, Molewa. Thank you so much for joining us this morning.
1: It's a pleasure indeed, Sarah. Thank you, and thanks for having me.
0: No, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, So we know, of course, that uh, Winnie Madikazela Mandela was a complex character, uh, but also within that, um, a a strong gender um, activist. Uh, She inhabited a number of progressive roles. Let's talk a little bit about uh, her as one of the uh, forerunners, I guess, of, uh, of feminism in the country.
1: Oh, yes, indeed. Uh, There's so much that uh, we have learned from her and actually got inspired uh, in a true sense of a word, practically, morally, and otherwise as women. And the fact that she just didn't nurture us as a young generation, but also those that she grew up with uh, through thick and thin, supported them. Just that tells you that she was not just, uh, you know, working with women of her time and not building a nation, generations to come. So, yes, we learned so much from her. The first thing is that, you know, she was a courageous woman. And that on its own made many of us young women, particularly, to look upon her and say, if she's so courageous, why is it that we can't stand up? For the rise of women, and she actually taught us and demonstrated in action as well that she will be everywhere at every corner, and we must do the same as she expects uh, that where there's a you know a case of a, either a rape, abuse of a woman, a child, and so forth, she would be there any anytime, and whether it's actually very difficult a situation like during the apartheid days where the younger men and women were being arrested or young, young girls and boys were being arrested. She would move into those hippos and the vents in the middle of those, alone, leading the pack from the front. So that courage tells us that she was a very, very strong woman. And I really think that many of us, that's probably the reason why. South Africa is one of the leading countries to date of women in leadership positions who are not there because they've been placed by virtue of them being women, but having gone through this mill where we're taught and nurtured by the likes of Mama Winnie. She was a very... I mean, I've personally been in her house with uh, Patekil and them, when uh, Masangu, coming from Harangua, in the evenings, and she would really just... uh, educate us. She would tell us that this is your country. You've got to fight for it. It's not going to come on a silver platter. This is a path that it must go. We must fight it ourselves. And giving you courage to actually do a bit of what you can to contribute to the struggle uh, for liberation in South Africa.
0: Absolutely, and, as I was saying to Zubeda Jaffa uh, just now, do you think that uh, Mum Winnie was in a position where uh, she was underplayed because she would she would frequently and and continues even uh, after her death uh, by some me- news agencies to be referred to as uh the ex-wife of Nelson Mandela uh, and not being held uh, sort of in her own account
1: um
0: and being being held as having her her own agency and and her own uh, dynamism
1: I, I I can't agree with you more that she has actually been underplayed And I I think it was not just an accident, it was deliberate Mm. because she was such a strong human being. You know, there was a time in South Africa, we know, where there were attempts to actually get her name removed from the struggle uh, credentials, Mm. and her struggle credentials completely removed. The fact that people still continue to call her... Uh, Data Mandela's wife. Mm. Yes, she was a wife, but she did not fight uh, against apartheid because she was a wife of Mm. somebody. Mm. People who fight for being wives of somebody say, we are fighting for the release of our husbands. I'm fighting. And she never said so. She always knew that she was fighting for the liberation of South Africa. And she held that name, the Mandela name, up until for the 27 years that Tata Madiba was not there with the children mm. where she actually was a single parent having that injustice played on her and never gave up. she had a goal and never removed her eye from the ball she was a an individual with her own right with her struggle credentials she's now a veteran even up to this day and age up to when she died even when Mandela Tata Mandela passed on she carried on mm. Even with this uh, current government where we were going wrong, she would call and say, I don't think you're following the Freedom Charter yet. Let's sit down. This is not right. We know that she was one of the deputy ministers in Mandela's government. She was released upon some sharp outcry somewhere that she's actually opposing the very same government that she's part of because she was not happy mm. uh, with some of the things that were happening. So she can't be a shadow of somebody. She was a wife, yes, but she was a woman with her own right in her own right sc- struggle credentials, which we are actually continue to cherish. That's what gave us give us some of us courage, and actually we learned from her. This you, I can't emphasize how much we actually emulate em- emulate her in everything: how she wore, how she actually dressed, how she, how beautiful she was, how how straight and upright she was walking, with uh with dignity and with a, a mission to complete. So, yeah, when I can say every, you know, the whole day we can talk about it. And yeah, she, she, we've really yeah, learned so much from her. We can't, of course, lament. We've got to celebrate her life, her life well lived Indeed. by a woman in this country who served with many other women. She's never been very jealous. She, even lately, just in one of her latest interviews, was reminding the journalists and and media in South Africa that we don't even hear you, leadership of the African National Congress, talking about the late women who contributed in the struggle for South Africa. We don't hear those names anymore. Even as she was here, she was reminding that there were other women. So she's not, she was not a woman who talked about herself, mm. never self-centred, but focused on other people, the collective.
0: In a time where we talk uh, about the importance of mirrors uh, for our young children, particularly uh, our young black women, do you think that Winnie Mandela is somebody that we should hold up as being uh, an icon or a or leader or a, uh, a role model to Uh, young black women, young black girls in this country?
1: Oh, most definitely. Mm. For me, that's a definite, definite yes. Mm. Uh, You know, we were taught as we were growing up that young women, I mean, elderly women, there were those of our mothers, grandmothers who were denied the right to go to school. You recall now recently Winnie Mandela was actually mama debating and arguing how important education is Mm -hmm. for the girl child in particular. So she, she really is a role model in many ways, a first social worker at Baraguanas hospital. Mm -hmm. And and that tells you that if she wants education for all of us, this is a role model who we actually have to look upon as black women that back then, there could not have been a social worker, a black social worker, the first, at a hospital like that. So, what is it that we are more? We should look for up to as black young black women. Mm. She's courageous. It means that we've got to emulate her and be courageous. Never give up in anything that we do because that's was our mama Winnie. She never gave up. No matter how difficult things were for her, how much she could have been broken easily, because there was a time when we could see that there are all attempts in South Africa to break her down. Mm -hmm. She wouldn't. Nothing could ever break her down. So as women, young, black, young girls, this is the model to look at, to look Mm -hmm. at upon. And emulate.
0: I read something earlier that on social media that said we should all, as South Africans, uh, pay a debt of gratitude to Mam Winnie.
1: Indeed. Indeed, I think so. We have to pay a debt of gratitude because we haven't honoured her enough. That's real. The Women's League gave her an honour last year. She was given honours, many internationally. But I don't believe here at home adequately because we're bled. Our eyes were sometimes closed by some of the things that when people tried to make us believe. I mean, even during the trials of the Truth and Reconciliation Commission, she knew what she was fighting for, and all of us knew why she actually had to work in that difficult situation. But yet, we then tried to actually find faults in her when we he knew that the system was just something that was horrible. And we expected her to say, yes, I should have succumbed to that situation. I should have actually uh, gone along with that situation. We are who we are as a nation because of her. None of us must ever forget that. And we owe her a lot. And I think, indeed, we had just a gratitude, a big thank you, gratitude, a big thank you, I think will say will do us a lot, but also follow on the footsteps which she wanted us to be on. Young girls, let's go to school, let's study, let's be vociferous with dignity, let's lead our nation as part of the collective which she wanted us to to see us being in the future.
0: Edna Molewa, it has been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show this morning. Thank you so much uh, for joining us.